Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. So, did you do the crossword? I did. And I noticed you responded instantly. That must be because we are now in the same physical geographical location. That's right. You can hear me faster. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, so, what do you think of the crossword? I liked it. Uh-huh. I thought it was very clever, um, although I didn't know what was going on until I got down to the revealer clue, core exercises, or a hint to the eight squares in this puzzle. And the answer to that was ab crunches. And I'm like, ab crunches? How could... And then I'm like, oh, oh ab, A-B, crunches, crunching the, the letters A and B together into a very small rebus eight times. So, so, so wait, wait. So you didn't get you didn't get any of the rebuses until you got to no, 61. No, huh? I didn't know what was going on. Oh, so it must have been chaotic. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. But then I um, you know, I got a lot of the downs and and all of the 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 rebuses, of course, there they were more prominent uh, uh, in the across clues, but there were a lot of down clues that didn't have any of the little AB rebuses in them. So, mm -hmm. so I had quite a few of those, and I figured, you know, core exercises, and I had it. I had that U and the N and the CH. I'm oh, it's crunches. So I put in crunches, and I thought, well, where do you do crunches? I said, well, you could do ab crunches. So then, then, then the light bulb went off in my head, and I went back, and I'm like, oh yes abominable snowman because i had snowman but i'm like well it's it's like the abominable snowman but i wasn't quite sure how to spell it <laughs> so i thought well i'll just leave that blank and um and then for like 21 across fit to live in um i thought it would be habitable mm -hmm. not inhabitable I mean, I don't quite know why inhabitable would be fit to live in. But that's the word. That's the word that that applies when so, when something's fit to live in. It's inhabitable. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, habitable. Well, you can say habitable too. I mean, that's a word. I don't think I hear that very often. No, though. but but those of us who who studied housing and design have, hmm. have habitable dwellings. Um, Eleven across was A's and Rand say, and I didn't get that at all. Mm -hmm. It turned out to be grabbed a bite. Yep. Uh, and then fifty-two across was the magic word, and I thought abracadabra, but it didn't fit. So I thought, well, I'll just skip that. Mm -hmm. So, but then when I finally got to ab crunches, and it's like, oh, now it all makes sense. So it, it certainly is surprising to see a rebus on a Wednesday. Uh -huh. You know, they usually when they do those, they they do them on uh, Thursdays, uh -huh. and so this is just sort of a, a little pleasant surprise mm -hmm. that they were little rebuses. Mm -hmm. Weren't too tough. So I was thinking about the stages of rebus identification, and I think I've, I've figured it out. The okay. first stage is clearly confusion, befuddlement, and the realization that this crossword is taking you way longer than it should, uh -huh. right? And then the second stage is a feeling of unease. That there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a feeling of, sus of sly suspicion. You're sort of like... Oh, could could this be a 
Aribis, mm-hmm. and then finally you get the, uh, the, the the last stage is the glorious aha feeling. Uh-huh. So I'm planning, I think we should now identify this as sort of like a syndrome or something. <laughs> And trademark it. These stages of rebus identification. Uh-huh. Listeners, you heard it here first. A yeah. debut. I, I think I do go through those stages. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, definitely... What is going on here? The confusion and befuddlement. Uh-huh. That's that's always... The, yeah. I I was having exactly... I mean, I, I felt that exactly. But at some point, I didn't have to get down to ab crunches. I'm, I, I, it might have been an inhabitable... I wasn't recording it, so I'm not... Mm-hmm. I couldn't sort of play it back, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was either an inhabitable... Actually, I think it was grabbed a bite. I was like... Because like three down... Well, that was the first one. I know. Certain horses. And it's like, oh, that's going to be... At first, I thought it was Arab... Mm-hmm. And I thought perhaps Arab can work for plural. Uh-huh. And but six down, not right this second. I had starting off with in. I had the I N. I right. thought mm-hmm. it's gotta be in a bit. It's well, not it could be in a sec or in a min. So. Well, but but yeah, but usually to me in a bit sounded right. And mm-hmm. I couldn't get it and then I got the I and the T and I'm like, oh wait a minute. And and then I so I was able to get it. I I was able to grab the A B out of grabbed a bite. Well, very good. Yeah, I was that that helped immensely. Uh huh. So this, but this still took me a long time because I had a mistake in it. Oh. Um, I had spelled um ab- abominable snowman abominably. I had first spelled it. I I think I spelled it abon a b o n i m. A B L E, and so I had abominable as opposed to abominable, uh-huh. and I I, f- I fixed the N because twenty seven down VIP conveyances was limos, right. not linos. Uh-huh. But I didn't recognize because thirty nine down was the uh, spiral named antelope, which was a nyala. Yeah, did you know that? No. Have you ever I... heard of its cousin, the myala? Well, I was thinking, I have the ALA, and I thought, well, maybe it's Impala, but it doesn't fit. And that's a car. Well, but it's also an animal. Uh, is it? Of course. Oh, okay. I uh-huh. guess they named the Impala after And, the- and at first I thought it's E-Land. Yes. But it didn't work at right. all, so. Yeah, I've never heard of Nyala before. Nyala? No. And so, so anyways, so I ended up with Abominable. And I think my brain, you know, I was going through checking, and I think my brain was was sort of doing spell checking for me, uh-huh. and it ended up, and I read it as abominable, and uh-huh. so I and I looked and it's just like there is no mistake in this crossword, and then you know you sort of whip out the old magnifying glass uh-huh. and you go through like letter by letter, and I was like abominable, and I'm like wait a minute, and and that's when I got it, but it uh-huh. took me thirty two, thirty three. How long did it take you? 2028. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, there were some other curious clues. 44 across, place to pitch a product. I had it starting off with ad, but the answer was ad space. Uh huh. That didn't resonate for me at all. Oh, uh-huh. I don't know what ad space is. Well, it's space within a newspaper or, you know, some print material for ads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ads, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, that certainly makes sense, but mm-hmm. I just never heard of it before. Uh-huh. Um, 23 across. 
the gold finch writer Donna was tart with yes. two T's. Uh-huh. A total of three. T-A-R-T-T. Yes. Did you know no. Donna Tart? No, I did not. When I got that, I was like, this has got to be a mistake. Originally, actually, for, for that last T of tart, it ran into flicker of light. And I thought it was gleam. Oh, yes. I put gleam first, uh-huh. too. Mm-hmm. And I've done that before. Because it had an A. And that was that crossed with habitable, which right? Is what I wanted to put oh, in there. Oh, nice! <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's gleam. Uh huh. No, it was glint, mm-hmm. a glint in her eye. Um, let's see what else was interesting. So they had, I think, I one day will actually learn this. Forty-seven down, um, Dublin's land to poets is Erin, mm-hmm. and the language spoken is Erse. And I always get those backwards. Oh, uh-huh. I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. Poppin' fr- uh, 48 down, Poppin' Fresh or Tony the Tiger. Poppin' Fresh, for some reason I started thinking about muffins. Oh. And muffin fitted. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it was or, so I thought, okay, it could be singular. I wasn't sure how Tony the Tiger was a muffin. No. <laughs> but Poppin' Fresh, I mean, that reminded, I mean... They they do that with like some sort of baking uh, uh, items about it in the ads, right? Mm-hmm. So muffin made sense, but it turned out to be mascot. Uh huh. But I I guess that's what the name of the Pillsbury Doughboy is, Poppin' Fresh. I was, I mean, I always call it the Pillsbury Doughboy, but, right? But actually, I guess his name is Poppin' Fresh. Ah, so P Fresh. P Fresh. Um, I had I had more trouble in that area, so. Uh, 58 down, bite of binary code, or sorry, bit, bit of binary code. Mm-hmm. I said bite, B-Y-T-E. Oh. And, no. and then for... It was zero. It was zero, yes. Mm-hmm. And then right to the left of that, 57 down, think again, I said, and actually it's a quote, think again with an exclamation point. Uh-huh. I thought, nope. Uh-huh. So I, I looked, you know, I came down to that area and I had for the... Japanese automaker 56 across. I had I S N B U. And I like, I don't. Is Nimbu. Is, is Nimbu. Yes. Is, is Nibu. And I, I don't know if um, maybe we should trademark the Is Nibu. Hey, you want to buy an Is Nibu? They're going to have trouble making advertising for that. Anyways, it turned out to be Isuzu. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the nope became uh-huh, so you got a, a U out of that. Uh-huh, yep. Um, trying to think if there was anything else. Oh, just one other thing. So 52 down, dislike with a passion. I thought abide. And abide? Abide. See, abide has two meanings. I've, I've done extensive research, a.k.a. Google, uh, as a verb, accept or act in accordance with. I said I would abide by their decision. Mm -hmm. But there's a second definition that is exactly the opposite, almost. Be unable to tolerate something or or someone. If there is one thing I cannot abide, it is a lack of discipline. It's one word that has two definitions, which are exactly the opposite. It's like if... Well, but in the second example, you have a not in front of it, not abide. I cannot abide. So it's a negative in front of it. So it would be the opposite of abiding. Well, but the but the <laughs> but the definition is. I know be the un- definition. Well, so the example the example definition. is the example is. <laughs> hey, come on! This is from the Oxford languages. <laughs> they know more. Um, 
Let's see if I can find another definition. Uh, okay, here, here's Merriam-Webster, right? To bear patiently. Um, to wait for. To endure without yielding. Mm-hmm. Abide the onrush of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says I cannot abide. Mm-hmm. I got to research this some more. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, you do. I think I've I've <laughs> I've maybe got it. Well, because because that definition in uh, the original definition made it sound like it was the exact opposite. Oh, right. Be unable to tolerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. But but hmm. I mean, there is a negative in front of that. So I think it is. It is able to tolerate it the opposite by you know putting the word it. not in front. Yeah. <laughs> it's All right. Like, I can. I can dance or I cannot dance. It doesn't dance doesn't mean moving and not yeah, yeah. not moving. <laughs> All right. If anyone from Oxford languages would like to uh, drop us a line and yeah, explain, explain exactly what you mean in your definitions, uh-huh. um, well, crossword podcast at iCloud.com is the way to reach us. Well going back to fifty two down, abhor is a much better word for uh, dislike with a passion. Well it certainly worked. As opposed to abide, which because that meant that that it was um, sixty across. Jabba the blank Star Wars meanie was Jabba the butt, <laughs> and and uh, I had problems with that. Uh-huh. And and then yes, you would. Um, the uh, sixty three across the relative of a cor anglais was a debo as opposed to an oboe. Uh-huh. I mean, all sorts of things were breaking over there. Yeah, I can tell. So. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that is it for today, except for the fact that we did, oh, we have listener mail, but we, we always ask our listeners before we, uh, we read our mailers, <laughs> our, our mailers before, we, before we read something, we, we ask permission. So we're actually going to hold off on our listener mail. Yes. And, uh, but if you want to send us listener mail, uh, please do. Again, it's crosswordpodcast at iCloud.com. We love feedback. And that is it for today. We will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword, which may or may not contain a rebus, tomorrow. Bye-bye.